Hello and welcome to the Captain's Table, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Paul Bazirkro, one Batman Shelley, your humble host and space bartender at the Astro Pub and your facilitator here on the Captain's Table. What is the Captain's Table? Well, the Captain's Table is a long-running podcast. I actually may have the record for the longest-running podcast in Star Star Citizen podcast ever right now. I don't know. There might be some obscure one that I haven't been following, but um, six years now. Uh, so where I bring people from all over the Star Citizen community to come talk about the game. Sometimes talk about news. Sometimes we have specific topics. Sometimes it's about, uh, you know, theory crafting. It's just sort of a general talk show. Um, we, we record it live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash the Astropubs on, Astropub on Saturdays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern. But then I upload it after the fact to Anchor, which means it goes to Apple Podcasts, Anchor, um, Spotify. And I also ended up on, it also ends up on YouTube at youtube.com slash the Astropub live. So if you miss this after the fact, or if you're watching this after the fact, make sure you catch us live when you get a chance to. All right. With that being said, let's introduce some of our uh, our two guests today, uh, starting with Cece. Commander, who are you? What do you do in Star Citizen, and where can they find you? I'm Commander. I'm a probably the best Eclipse pilot in my org, and I produce you know, two videos a month theorizing about warfare in Star Citizen. I can be uh, found at Apex Crime Set on YouTube. And you actually do work with the U.S. You worked in the U.S. military and you work with the U.S. intelligence community, right? Or the, the yes. international community, so. Yep, I, I sit here in Tokyo and I work the China problem set with the U.S. and the JSDF. Nice, okay. Um. So yeah, so because we've had, we've had you on before talking about logistics and intelligence gathering and stuff like that, so. Uh, and then Kronzi, who are you? What do you do in Star Citizen and where can they find you? I'm Crunchy. I stream on Twitch, uh, mostly Star Citizen. Uh, I release some videos on YouTube about just random adventures and getting other streamers to actually play together nicely. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't think. I don't think drifting, Aralia drifting her tanks through through the snow and killing us all <laughs> is nicely. It's it worked. It worked. <laughs> Uh, hey, I got to kill you once, which was f- great. I actually got to the to the final round of that tank battle. So, one time uh, too many. One time. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, the topics today are going to be. We're going to talk about two things. Uh, the main topic is going to talk about the guide system, which is something that CIG is pushing a lot with the Foundation Festival. Which I don't think we've had a Foundation Festival before. This is the first time I remember seeing it. But, um, and. Uh, we will, but before that, we'll, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about the latest from 317.2. So, Kronzi, your experiences thus far with 317.2, goods, bads, um, you know, overall vibe of the patch so far, now that it's in PTU Wave 1. So, definitely biggest thing I've noticed with this patch, and I've been playing it a ton, um, it feels a lot bigger than it was going to feel about three months ago, mm-hmm. uh, which I feel like is going to be, now, now that the way that they announce features in patches a lot closer to the actual release of those patches i think we're going to feel that a bit more often um so even though it might not actually be a big deal it feels like a big deal uh the biggest thing in the patch like it's it's not all the features that have come out even though they're amazing it's not siege of arson even though it's my favorite event we've played in star citizen ever um not enough people are talking about the racetrack that they've added from xgr um so if you're not familiar xgr uh, extreme g racing 
they do a bunch of atmospheric and uh, zero-g flying racing. They created a track earlier this year called the Snake Pit on Clio, which is basically a natural uh, series of uh, caverns, I guess you would say. Um, and they, they, they turned that into a racetrack. CRG then said, well, what if we made it good, though? And so they, they added a bunch of props. They've added it as a, as a proper little racetrack area. And the coolest thing about that, once again, it's not the fact that the racetrack is there. It's, it's the fact that they took something the community was doing that the community enjoyed. And then over the course of about two weeks, they just turned it into a, a, a much better reality, which is really, really cool. And it, it speaks a lot going forward. Nice. Yeah. Um, I was surprised when I saw it too, how detailed it is. It, it gives me very um, pod racing from on Tatooine vibes, you know, uh, yeah, <laughs> the, the way that they built it out on top of that too. So it's not just like the, the canyon, which was already there, but like, and, and that's the thing that a lot of people don't remember is that that was legitimately a a canyon that existed in game that mm. that see that 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 players had picked out and then they built structures around it, which is very cool. Um, yeah, so that, that that that's been the biggest thing for me. Uh, at, at the same time, though, I've been loving a lot of the changes. I've been loving a lot of the new locations. Um, the Reclaimer derelicts are really, really well done. Um, even just in terms of like a sort of like like a level design perspective, where it's like I'm going into a level. They're they're very straightforward. They're very cool. They get a lot of atmosphere. You get a little bit of like lore in some of them. Um, so yeah, I've been having a great time with it. I'm very very happy with the patch so far. Obviously, it's PTU. There's been lots of bugs, but um, they've been releasing mm -hmm. a, a patch pretty much every day. So yeah. Uh, Commander, have you had a chance to check out three seventeen dot two? I I'll put a disclaimer. I have like three hours in the PTU. I've been <laughs> okay. I've been called in to uh, help with a space engineers role playing war. That's okay. been eating my time. But my uh, my favorite thing right now is that the party system works. We had <laughs> yeah. I think my org we had like five events scheduled leading up to three point seven point two. Yet we could never actually get the parties to form. So all of those just fizzled out for a month straight. And I like the fact that I can now rearm my Eclipse. Been frustrating just to go self-destruct every time I shoot off a torpedo. Mm -hmm. And I'll second Kronzi on the Reclaimer Derelicts. That is about it for my PTO experience. Okay. Um, I was excited for other people for 317.2. I like... Siege of Orison is is awesome. It's been fun to play when I played it, and it's it's a great experience. Um, my first experience with it was the big test they did last week, and we were we were making our way there, and some some red player had hung hung out in one of the uh, the, the the towers and was sniping uh, people as they're coming off the the the, uh, the 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 very first platform, and uh, someone killed them, and they spawned in back at Orison in the, in the hospital somehow. And they just got gunned down by security. And I was like, Oh my gosh, you can't, you can't even grief this. Like if you get killed, you're done. You're just going to Kleischer for the rest of the event. It was just like, Mwah, Mwah. like, like it's perfect for the, the way they set it up. So, um, the, but, but other than that, I was like, eh, it's so cool. Like, like the reclaimer der derelicts and stuff like that. Not my bank, but it's all right. Uh, and then the the outposts showed up and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I'll check out the outposts. And then as of yesterday, I discovered 
they added relics. They added artifacts mm. throughout all of the ruins of um, uh, that you can find, which are like historical artifacts from various different points in the lore. So I'm like, now I like this is now my favorite patch ever. This is now the best patch that has ever been released by Star Citizen. They're adding le- like straight up lore to the game as not only objects you can find, but you can sell. They don't make a ton of money, but they're lootable and sellable. So it's pretty cool. Um, I, it's, it's PTU. It's got a long way to go, though. I would say anybody who is like, oh, yes, when's PTU 317.2 coming out? Not soon. <laughs> Maybe by the end of the month. It's it's still very I rough disagree. when it comes to some I disagree. Of stuff. You think so? I, I, I disagree with that. I, I reckon depending on specifically the Siege of Arson playtest that happens tonight, mm-hmm. uh, we'll probably likely see live by the end of the week. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, the the they've been very quick fixing bugs this past week. So um, at the same time, I'm always wrong. So yeah, <laughs> I, I'm just concerned about well, the. I was going to back you up, Kranzi, but if you're always wrong. <laughs> <laughs> The only thing I'm concerned about is uh, the desync issues, which are always there. But like, especially with yeah. the Siege of Orison, you know, they got that, that's got to be at least minimized as much as possible. But we'll see. All right. Well, uh, let's move on to the main topic for today, because the main topic we're going to talk about is the guide system. Currently, right now, we are in what's called the Foundation Festival. Now, there is some lore behind it. I haven't really looked too deep into it, but the idea is, is that it's a time period where uh, people are celebrating um, like community service. So the whole concept is for people to go out and do community service in the UEE. And uh, CIG has translated that into a big time to help new players get into the game with a free flight plus other bonuses. Um, So right now, if you sign up with their guide system on Spectrum, and you successfully complete a certain number of guides for specific things. You can get skins for ship uh, for various ships, um, a in-game T-shirt and an in-game hat uh, that you can wear. So with that being said, let's start off with what do you like and dislike about the guide system? Starting with you, Commander, on this one. Or no, I, wait, we, gonna... Yeah, go ahead. Commander. Okay, I'll, I'll lead with the dislike and... Uh that it's accessible only on Spectrum. Okay. Uh, the majority of players don't surf Spectrum. I don't ever go on there. They need to find a way to make it accessible in the game. And that's okay. that's about my only gripe. Um, I like it. I like having to, you know, having a way to teach new players. A lot of people I know quit the game because they don't know how to raise their landing gear. And, uh, it's Star Citizen is not something you can necessarily put in a 30-minute tutorial. It's labor-intensive to teach a new person mm-hmm. just the basics of the game. So I like the fact that they they're made a system to incentivize people to go teach new people and for the new ones to get a mentor. Okay. Bronzy, likes and dislikes so far. So I didn't know it existed until about a month ago, um, which says a lot for, you know, the... The, I guess the non-popularity of the system. Um, but at the same time, I think it and a uh, combination of like watching YouTube videos and watching Twitch streams or, or, or getting a friend from an org to actually teach you the game at the moment is kind of the only way to learn the game, uh, which also is a bad thing for it. The, the only reason I think it exists in the first place is because we just don't have uh, the new player experience yet. Um, now they are working on the new player experience, uh, 
I think they announced that maybe two weeks ago or maybe mm. a month ago in one of the uh, one of the I think it was a roadmap uh, roundup. Uh, yeah, it um, was the um, the letter from the chairman is when they first talked about it, and they kind of yeah, add, and then yeah. they then the roadmap roundup added it to the progress tracker and that kind of stuff. So yeah, so it, it's good. It's it, I like that we're getting that now, um, and so until then, I'm happy that it exists. Uh, also, as kind of like a side note, there was like a, a, a lot of complaints and. I did feel it myself as well when they said that, uh, like, here's this incentive of if you use the guide system, you can get these skins and whatnot, but you have to do five of each, uh, like, type. Mm -hmm. um, they have since brought that back down to one. So you only have to do it once for each type now. Um, so that's a lot better, especially because there are lots of people signed up for the guide system. Not many people signed up to actually use it. Um, so the incentive is still good and it's still working, but now you're not. Like, like you will get chosen now in the guide system. You're yeah. not going to be waiting for several days. Uh, all right. Let's start with this, this, this next question. Uh, start with you, Pronzi. How could they improve the system in the short term? Um, and we're going to go long term. I mean, we'll just do both. Short term, how can they improve the system? And long term, how can they improve the system? Uh, short term, it just needs to be advertised way more like way more um i'm surprised they haven't sur surprised surprised <laughs> i'm surprised they haven't done uh like a, a youtube video or something addressing it um because i do think of, of all their uh, social media platforms their youtube is probably the one that's used the most so mm -hmm. just doing like a big thing of like hey if you want to play star system right now during free fly this is the guide system this is how it works um and that'll likely get people in um i don't think short term there's much you can do uh, like they already sort of fixed the incentives, so that was good. I don't think there's much else you can do in that. But long term, kind of like what Commander said, it has to be an in-game thing. No mm. one uses Spectrum. I used Spectrum for the first time yesterday, basically, while I was waiting for the patch to drop. And I just wanted news about the patch, and that was it. So, yeah. Okay. Um, how would you how would you put it into game? If, if it was in-game, think about it, perfect in-game. How would you add it? How, how would you go about adding it to the game in a way that would um be used more more frequently it'd have to be some sort of looking for group like party system most likely um or like roaming parties that have an open invitation something like that i don't know it's it's beyond my uh my knowledge of of what would work best game design wise okay um there's not many games like this that have a uh like player fronted education system mm -hmm. uh, other than maybe eve online which does like here is an org to go join right yeah so um yeah i'm I, i'm not 100 sure okay uh commander same questions best fixes short term and long term for it uh obviously get it in game somehow and just thinking off of what he was saying the way to i would put it in game is to have a moby glass tab that's mm -hmm. like an excerpt of the spectrum page on the moby glass and then one of like a side panel or something is the guide system where you could click a button and sign up to teach or learn that makes the most sense to me mm -hmm. and i think another long term is find a way to make the uh when you're teaching a new player like find a way to remove them out of the game into like their own world space because um i was like teaching with or one of my workmates was teaching with the cs5 mm -hmm. and they came up and blew up his student so having having a little space where it's just you and the new person you're teaching, 
because this takes hours to teach someone where you don't have to be concerned about other players. It's definitely a long-term necessity. Okay. So some, some sort of sim simulation ability, like go into a sim pod and spoon, spoon up a, like a spool up like a, like a, like a tutorial with a person. Yeah. Like I, I teach anyone who comes in and wants to learn how to like dog fight. Mm -hmm. I would throw them an arena commander. But I, I suspect that Arena Commander and Star Main aren't going to be around forever, nor is it necessarily the most accurate reflection of what's going to happen into the PU. Okay. So having yeah, your closed simulation space where you can spend eight hours teaching someone all the buttons and the little tricks. Okay. Um, I think there, is a, there is an argument that comes up against that a lot of the time uh, where people are like, oh, but I want to be able to kill newbies and stuff, uh, which like is a bad argument, but like whatever. Um, and the way to avoid that is, yeah, you have like a think of it as like arena commander um, simulation that's just got a planet with like maybe two stations, a cave. That's it, right? Like, like it doesn't. Yeah. It, it literally just a really, really small area to explore. And like, like a moon to quantum. Yeah. Too, the amount of exactly. people need to figure out a quantum is is up there. Mm. Um, I I would add on. I, I agree with most of y'all y'all's y'all's opinions on this one. I would add on that. Um, to me, or one way of making this work in terms of bringing it into game, because it's got to be in game, because, and, and someone in chat's like, how do you not know Spectrum? You can know Spectrum and not care about it. No one goes to the, to, to Spectrum except for people who frequent Spectrum, because, like, it's a very toxic community on Spectrum. Like, it's... It's, it's, it's Star Citizen Reddit. No, I don't yeah. care for it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just... I for my own mental health, I just don't go there to, to bother to go there just because I don't feel like I'm going to get any kind of value out of it uh, just as a player, let alone any, anything else. Anywho, what I was saying before was uh, that I there needs to be it needs to be put into a game. And I think there is a way is one of the problems I can see with the guide system is people using it to be. Shitlords to like lead newbies into traps or to make people have a bad experience. Um, I hate and, those people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know you do crime and that kind of stuff as well. I know you're part of like a pirate or more criminal organization. I, I am like but, the most stand up criminal you'll ever see. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it doesn't work like that can happen. And I think the, the key for, to fixing those sorts of things is to add a reputation value to it. Cause if it, if it was me, what I would do is there are many in-game organizations in the lore that are like, um, uh, I put this that, that are like guilds that are NPC mm. guilds, like the rust society, the, oh, what's another, another good one. The United resource workers, URW, the, um, the IS, the ISC, the Inter interstellar, uh, or the Imperial Stellar Cartography, or the Interstellar Cartography uh, Group, uh, and and other things like that, which cover various and the Bounty Hunters Guild. Like the Bounty Hunters Guild is we, one in-game thing we know right now. Um, to tie those groups into kind of a guide-esque system, where you can have, uh, you can sign up for those groups, and those groups will then, like those those orgs will then give a uh, a mission for somebody who has a high enough reputation to take on like a newbie, a, a, um, a fresh faced youngster, as I guess you, as you could say, the, 
so that you have you're you're always uh, for certain that the people who are running these these new folks through the paces are people who have already done elements of that gameplay. You know, and you know that because they've got high reputation. The only way they had a high reputation is if they've done a bunch of missions with them. So that way you kind of you just naturally filter out a lot of that 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 problem. So uh, yeah, and 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 it. it presumably wouldn't be too hard to implement either necessarily just because we already have rating systems that i mean don't work half the time but we already have rating systems for like um medical beacons right so Mm -hmm. um yeah yeah Yeah. if we're judging off of medical beacons no one's gonna want me then (laughs) (laughs) i may have robbed every rescue i've gone to i mean you can you can but i mean that that's those systems can work in terms of like reputation because like you would, yeah, yeah, someone yeah, like yeah. you someone like you wouldn't end up being a medical uh like someone who is is a mentor for medical personnel because you'd have a terrible reputation <laughs> compared to other people and and that would that would prevent like the stuff from happening but the idea of also doing it in terms of uh like a simulation sounds like an interesting idea as well um all right so let's Let's continue on as well for, uh, you know, on that same thread when it comes to the new player experience. Uh, Commander, what would you do or what would suggestions you would have for overhauling the new player experience to give a new player experience to people who are just coming into the game? Some tutorial, like a quest line that introduces you to the basic buttons the basic okay. mechanics in the game uh you know this generally hardcore kind of learn it on your own no hand holding is fine for some people but i you attrition a lot of new players who hate having to learn everything on their own mm-hmm. and that's you know if you're learning on your own it takes days to weeks to learn simple stuff so you know two hour three hour quest line like um elite dangerous has it where they put you in this one system and you got like an hour and a half and you just they teach you how to fly and how to shoot and then you're out in the elite dangerous worlds mm-hmm. something like that would be awesome for teaching new players and that takes a lot of work off of actual players who might be trying to do some high speed stuff from having to take hours out of their day to teach some new people fundamentals that you kind of they kind of want you to know when you start playing with them i'm not it's not to like say you shouldn't teach new players it's just it's labor intensive that you have to yeah. set a days aside for it well it's time time too like just just getting anything started in star citizen can take an hour and, and we had you... good we had one person who who actually really likes star citizen but he only gets like three hours a day to play video games mm-hmm. so he stopped because he's just like you can't get anything meaningfully done in that three hours mm. um yeah, it can be. It can take a while, and I think that's that's probably a big barrier as well. Francie, anything you would uh, do to kind of overhaul the new player experience? Something that to bring to help retain new players, and less like, hey, here's the keys, throw out your face, you know, <laughs> good luck, kid, kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we we need a tutorial. There's okay. the, like, it's one of the only games in the world without a tutorial, right? Um, it's kind of the only option i think one of the better ways to do it uh sort of mission wise is yeah have them actually start in like arena commander learn the very basics of um or like like a version of arena commander slash star marine learn the very basics of of uh, operating your vehicle combat using items 
and then throw them into a city, teach them about shopping, uh, inventory management, and then from there, off you go, go do some missions, whatnot. Um, even something uh, similar to EVE, where they have uh, even career-specific tutorial missions um, would be nice as well, I think. Okay, yeah. Um, I agree with, with both of you. Uh, I, I think I think we really need a tutorial. Um, and I, But I'll, I'll, I'll hit this again for both of you just at the same time. Do you think it's too early for the tutorial? No, it's never, never too early for a tutorial. Because that's a question uh, I've yeah, been brought I, up a lot. Go ahead. Sorry. I think we're actually in a good spot for a tutorial now. We're, we're getting to the point where a lot of base things are no longer being overhauled. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the very least, we could maybe have a tutorial that could be built upon as more things come online. But uh, the very basics, the, they're not likely to change. Where, how to get into my hangar and like open a door and put up my landing gear. I don't think they're going to be like, all right, guys, we've got, we've got a big overhaul coming now. Uh, now landing, landing gear. gear. Yeah. <laughs> landing gear is now only voice appar- operated. And um, so it, it is a Chris Roberts game. Something. Goes <laughs> <up>. Yeah. <laughs> True. You can, you can never discount that. Um, uh, let's, let's I'll add another thing too. Cause this is, this is a question that got brought up and, and, and this is an, um, a bit of a hot topic, I think in the community, whenever it's brought up, do you think that Star Citizen, uh, are, are you worried that Star Citizen might become too handholdy uh, for new players? Do you think there's some merit in having the like throw keys at your face, good luck kid sort of approach? Or do you think that it's okay to, um, uh, to uh, give a little bit more handholding for new players? Start with you, Quasi. I don't think they'll get too handholdy. I, I actually, I sort of envision a tutorial of Stasis and being like, yeah, here are the controls. Here is how missions work. And then the second you leave the hangar, go. It's yours. World's your oyster. Find yourself a location. Go there. Do what you want for the most part. It's, it's literally just, yeah. Learn the controls. Learn the basics um, is, is the biggest thing. Okay. Uh, Commander, your same question. You think that's... Uh, uh, is risk of being too handholdy. I mean, the easiest way to make it not too handholdy is make the tutorial optional. Okay. Now, if you're, I never do tutorials. I like failing upwards. Um, so if you, you know, if you're not the person who likes handholding, just skip it. And if you're the person who needs to know to hold F and then left click to open a door, you have a tutorial for it. And it's no, no tutorial. They're not going to get Avenger One to sit here and teach you you know, high-speed yo-yo during a dogfight. They're going to mm-hmm. teach you left-click is to shoot <laughs> primary guns. Yeah. It's it's going to be just enough to get you flying and into a career path. Um, Do you think we should have career path tutorials? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It, you, won't, you won't know what you like until you've at least tried the first mission. Okay. So yeah, a part of that base tutorial should be, you know, load up your Aurora with couple boxes of cargo then fight off a pirate on your delivery and i guess go mine a hand mineable at some point just to get a taste for all of those career paths Ronsi? yeah fully agree it's one of the best things to sort of be like hey this is a cool space game i have no idea what i want to do oh hey they've gotten me to go mine this like one asteroid in their rented prospect or whatever this sounds like it could be for me i'll I'll work towards that 
Um, and I think that is one of the better things that they could probably do with a with, with a tutorial in general is uh, sort of show where you could end up. Give us a, a thing where while we're not operating a, a constellation in the tutorial, like we're operating in Aurora or whatever, show us show us a constellation or show us boarding a constellation to go see the next mission giver or what might be. Because um, that's a big thing as well, is I think there's, uh, there's not going to be enough showing people where they can go once they start playing. And being able to like show someone the end state of the game is highly motivated to keep them past the beginning stages and mm, through yeah. the middle stages of it as well. That's why, you know, basic training, they show you graduation ceremonies day one. So you have that bit of motivation to suffer those 12 weeks to get there. This is, so, this is where we're going. I, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Show them, like, I think in the Eve tutorial, at the end of it, they show you a huge fleet. And it's like, at one day, you can captain these ships. Something like that, where you just, you're going to join an attack with a javelin. And then it'd be like, you can fly that if you work mm -hmm. hard enough. Yeah, I think I think they they did something like that with the original tutorial, where the end of the tutorial was basically like waves of Bandul that you had to fight off. Um, oh, that is kind of that that kind of once you've gotten through the the flight, you 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 get up, you fly, you fly around, you do a little bit of maneuvering, and then you're like, all right, cool, let's go back to the the, the, the hangar. And then suddenly, like alert, and then these Bandul start showing up, and your your the flight instructor is like, go nuts, kid, we gotta fight these guys off before <laughs> we get back. So. Uh, that is it, long before my time. Yeah, yeah, that was <laughs> just a it, wee lad. It 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 was released. It released one patch, and then the next patch it was broken. And it was never fixed, <laughs> like for four years, and they eventually took it out because people were like, oh, it's a tutorial, and it doesn't work. And people actually mm -hmm. were asking CIG like, don't don't leave that tutorial in. It's not good because it's just going to be breaking, and everyone's going to be like, the tutorial doesn't even work. So it's an accurate yeah. advertisement of the game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But uh, so, yeah, uh, the, the last question I'm going to ask you all before we kind of wrap up the discussion section of it is a little, sh a little shorter for this one. I'm um, getting to the question and answers is. Uh, is Squadron 42 the tutorial and is that a good mindset to go into, Commander? It's not a good mindset when it costs me 200 yen to buy the tutorial. OK, uh, that's. A tutorial is something you kind of just expect to be baked in that original price that you paid for. Mm -hmm. And I, I suspect there's going to be a lot of skills and mechanics in Squadron 42 that don't translate cleanly over to, to a Star Citizen. Okay, so Kronzi? my answer is no. No. Okay, Kronzi, is Squadron 42 the tutorial and is that a good mindset? Um, I agree. It's not, and it's it's not a good attitude to have necessarily. Um, while it is a thing where you will go into Squadron Forty Two and you will learn a lot of these basics, um, expecting people to buy one game to learn another game is like no, that's 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 not a thing. Um, you will probably end up if if you do play Squadron Forty Two, you'll probably end up with better skills than someone who just does the tutorial in Star Citizen, but you still need to have both. Okay. Yeah, I was. I, I, that's something that comes up a lot, and every time I say Squadron Forty Two is not the tutorial, someone always was like, "Well, that's what it is." I was like, "No," because that's expecting someone to buy a sixty dollars game. That's when Squadron Forty Two comes out. It will be sixty bucks to say sixty U.S. dollars, and then when you buy Star Citizen, which will probably be about the same level, 
you know, by the time Squadron 2 comes out, you're like, okay, so you have to spend $120 to get a tutorial? That's a terrible method for, for getting new players to sign on. Yeah. Um, I yeah. mean, go tell Mark Hamill that he actually just started in a tutorial. He's not actually in a game. Yeah, yeah. And that's, and that's another, another kind of thing. So like Squad 42 is not just a tutorial for Star Citizen. It's, it is an entirely standalone game, especially since they've it's been separated. So, um, you know, it's, it's yeah, you, you need to have something in the game, especially since Squadron 42 is not going to be out for a while versus Star Citizen, which is playable right now. So, uh, all right. Uh, I'll actually, I'll ask one last question. Because this is probably going to attract some some newer folks to the game. Is now a good time to play and try out Star Citizen? I know it's free flight, but would you suggest somebody play Star Citizen in its current state if they say, hey, you know what? This sounds good. Why don't I pop on? Or even suggest for new players, for like friends to join. Ronsi. Uh, yeah, now's a great time. And make sure to use my referral code. Uh, yeah. Star <laughs> I'll, put it, I'll put it on the screen right now for you. It'll be right there. <laughs> um, I do genuinely believe that it's a good time to play Star Citizen. And I think a lot of it comes from uh, how many, how much, how many, how much, sorry, my brain's exploding. How uh, much information we're getting from creators that are showing off the game, um, as well as uh, Star Citizen seeming to move into more of a, uh, content heavy patch where it's actually stuff that we get to enjoy um, uh, bugs will happen again 100% but mm. I feel like I've seen more people come into the game in the last couple of months even in 3.17.1 with like how terrible that was that have uh, persisted past the bugs than people who have gone in and, and, and left and I think we're, we're in a good spot now awesome Vander same question yeah um, you know there's it's better than every time that came before uh, there's there's a lot that Star Citizen offers, even in its you know primitive-ish state for the vision of the game, and yeah, it's it's only gets better, so there's no reason to jump in it now, and enjoy the ride. Awesome. Yeah, I, I I'll, I'll echo that. I'll add one more caveat to the whole thing, which is the game is broken. You will probably not have a good time when you first play the game, uh, and it is not ready ready for release. But if you're like one of those people who's like, hey, I've heard about this game, play the game. It's free, you know? Um, and uh, more times than not, uh, this, is, this is one of those things that I get, always gets brought up when people are like, oh, well, CIG shouldn't do free flights because it's, it'll, it'll, it'll convince people not to buy the game. And I found more times than not, people will come back. If they see potential in the game, they'll come back at a, at a future free flight. And those people who come back are much more likely to eventually buy in than people who are, you know, just pop on. And you're never going to get the people who pop on are like, is this game perfect? No, I or you know, lol, I'm out. I'm done sort of thing. Um, and Star Citizen, that cliff is that learning cliff is sort of there for a reason. Like we need a tutorial, but like that cliff can be a good way of say of telling people before they start spending $45 and, and get super invested to be like, this game probably isn't for me. And I, and I don't want to be like that super toxic. Like, this game's not for you, bro. But like, it's, it is a game. This is a game that will eat your lunch repeatedly. And people are like, Oh, it's a bug. It's like, that's not a bug. A lot of times it's, it's the feature you dying and having to regen is a feature, not a bug. And there will be some part aspects of this game, which will 
turn people off for investing time and effort into it. So, uh, and like, it's definitely, it's definitely these days more a kind of game that appeals to people that play uh, games like Rust and, and Tarkov and yeah. any games that have these like serious consequences um, more than just the, the people that just want to space him, which is an interesting, interesting thing in its own right, but mm-hmm. definitely skews the, the player base that way. Yeah. And, and I think it's overall a, a, a good time to check it out because especially with PES coming around the corner, persistence, uh, full persistence coming in uh, before the end of the year. You're going to see a lot of dramatic shifts in how the game's being played. Same happens. The same thing happens every year, but that will give you a good, this is a good time to get in where you're like, okay, so I get an idea of how this game works, how to fly the ships, how everything works uh, overall. So that when like suddenly all of your friends are playing it, for the week or so that it becomes super popular, because that always happens every in waves for every game, you'll be already there going, oh, I know what I'm doing here. This is this. That's that's quantum drive. This is this is a, uh, you know, this is how I, I, I impress your friends by being like, I can push this button and I can call ATC without having to do anything else. I know how to call ATC. <laughs> uh, yeah. Also, uh, just on your um, on the thing that you're saying where some people will be like uh, the free fly will give people this expectation that they can just sort of play free every couple of months and whatnot. I mean, that's just factually not true. It does convert players. We know this for a fact because we've mm-hmm. seen more people joining the game that have ever joined before and the highest funding numbers we've ever seen in the game before. And I guarantee you that is not Billy McBob who owns every ship buying one new copy of a new ship. This is new yeah. players investing into the game and uh, actually becoming dedicated players. Yeah, I agree. Um, Commander, any other parting thoughts on this this whole discussion no i think i think we've said everything yeah uh i'll finish off with it is free flight go try it out uh i you know since i have to edit this because of the the the, the, the disconnect um i'm on i'm not joking i'm gonna put Croncy's uh 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 like 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 referral code on the screen it'll be on the screen again right now so you can so those of you who are brand new can try it out or send, send people uh the, the love for that Get yourself a dragonfly. Um, yeah, get yourself a dragonfly. Uh, and yeah, Croncy, uh, where can they find you again? It's twitch.tv slash Croncy or Croncy1. Uh, twitch.tv slash Croncy. On YouTube, I'm Croncy. And on Twitter, I'm Croncy1 because someone took Croncy somehow and I hate yeah. everything. And uh, Commander, where can they find you again? Uh, YouTube at Apex Crime Stat. I produce like two videos a month because I have a busy schedule. Okay, awesome. Uh, all right. And for those of you, uh, stick around if you're watching this on Twitch, because we'll be rolling right into the question and answer session. So make sure that you ask questions in chat. And uh, if you are watching this on YouTube or listening to this on the podcast, you can join us live at twitch.tv slash the Astropub on Saturdays at 3 p.m. Pacific and 6 p.m. Eastern. Make sure if you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe, because if you if you've been watching these for years, and you might want to check to see if you actually hit the subscribe button because we've moved everything over to a new channel. So this new channel is where you'll be able to find Captain's Table and all of my other kind of live content that I record on the on the on Twitch uh, to uh, for for the near future. So make sure you you click that as well. Uh, no questions are out of stock. Let me fix that real quick. So make sure that you all. Uh, Make sure you do that, and like I say every time, 
Hope to see you someday in the black.